This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Hey, Lori. Hey. How are you? Hi. I am good. I got my caffeine going, so that <laughs> makes God. me... Thank God. Thank God, indeed. Adam needs his coffee. <laughs> uh, yeah. Doesn't matter what form it's in. Just give it to me. So, That's right. We're almost to Christmas. That is amazing. Uh, right? It's gone so... The year has gone in a blink of an eye. Wow. But you'll have special Christmas plans? Um, no, we're staying home mm-hmm. and having our kids all around and just yeah. relaxing. I'm awesome. taking a lot of time off. Oh, that's Yay! good. Yay. Yay. Good for you. Yeah, just yeah. it's been a busy year. Yeah, we are taking time off, but I don't feel like it's really going to be a vacation as I'm trekking across the country with my offspring. Uh, <laughs> that is not a vacation. <laughs> no, it is not a vacation. <laughs> that is not a vacation. Not a vacation. But no. thank goodness for... Um, DVDs and car systems. Yeah. Right? Oh, I, my gosh. I never thought I would be that parent, but um, we are thankful for 14-hour car rides go much, much better when we can pop in that media babysitter yeah, and I, let I them remember, zone out absolutely, for a little bit. Absolutely. I don't know how people survive without it. I do not either. <clears throat> I know. So. But I got my first Christmas present today. Yes. What was that? 
Double ovens. Double ovens. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I know. I've lived my whole life without double ovens, and I, I, I and I'm a cook. I, I can't believe you got through all those I, years without I know. double it was, ovens. That's that amazing. That was really crazy. We should have done that forever ago. So what exactly is a double oven? I have absolutely no well, idea. Well, I have a convection oven and a regular oven, and right. I have no idea how to use the convection oven. So, <laughs> okay. But you need it. But I need it. Ah, absolutely. I got to learn. You. <laughs> you know, because then, you know, when you make big meals, you, yeah. you got to have both. Okay. Yeah, right. so I'll yeah. be learning a lot. Okay, well, maybe sometime you'll have us over and you, we can make a big feast. And your that double, would be really nice. Awesome. We'll have to do that. Okay. Well, we're talking about um, the ghost of Christmas past today. The ghost right. of Christmas past. As Christmas approaches, right? What do, you know, what, what well, do we mean by that? I have lots of patients right now who are coming in with memories and grief. I mean, I think – that the holidays, not necessarily Christmas and, you know, but they bring up this, this, you know, evokes kind of the the pain of all the family stuff, right? right? I mean, right. you're gathering with your family. That's a replication of all yeah. the issues in your family. There's, yeah, there's a lot of family expectations around yeah, the holidays, right? And there's memories of, mm. you know, drunk Alan, you know, drunk Uncle Alan at the party right. or your parents divorce the first christmas after mm. your parents divorce um, yeah, or when if you if uh, you've lost somebody around the holidays yeah, exactly. or, if, or if blue christmases fir- or if it's your first holiday without somebody that you've lost um, those things can be be really painful but yeah they bring up and they evoke a lot of not just memories but feelings right and some some of them you may not even know who are connected to to those memories right? right but the feelings are very very similar and you're reacting a lot of times um, out of those, out of those places, right? Right, and I, I think that it, you know, it reminds us of deep family patterns. I, I guess the sleeping with the ghost of Christmas past is how does sex, you know, how is that impacted mm. by our family history, of course, and and Christmas particularly. I, you know, I think about the holidays, and the gift is often um, the perfect gift, right? Yeah. Is comes to us from parents who basically know us, mm-hmm. you know, who care enough to really know who we are, to know what our developmental needs are, right. to know what we're longing for, and to care enough about that to get us the special gift. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's one of the issues. Yeah. And I think that the whole idea of Santa Claus, well, you know, sometimes we do write letters to Santa Claus, is that it's it's this idea that we don't have to ask that this mm. this magic is, you know, something that we dearly want just that kind just of appears, yeah. right? He knows, right? Mm. He knows what we want. And then, of course, it's that there's resource. Mm. You know, our parents have enough resource to give to us. And, and all of these things, if they don't happen, right, if our parents are not as involved with us to even know what we want mm. or there's not enough resource to give us what we want, you know, our parents are – in poverty or they're mm. sick or, you know, in any other way they're gone, uh, yeah. absent, abandoned, you know, that there's not enough resource or that maybe we ask, we did ask, you mm. know, for this special gift and it didn't come. Yeah. You know, because for for many, many yeah. reasons it doesn't. And, and all of these things, you know, build up inside of us. Mm. Yeah. I have a friend, I think that is uh, his three-year-old right now is asking for fake boulders and a goat like that's <laughs> that's I just when you said they ask and we don't give it to them so I was just thinking how how is, how is my friend going to be able to give his kid fake boulders and a goat 
that's like, like that's that's his that's his heart's desire right yeah. now, right now. He said, "My friend said, where in the world do I get, like the goats out of the question? But where in the world do I even start looking for fake boulders?" Well, you can so, get those things that cover the electrical outlets, and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I guess. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> some, some, I guess something fake like fake boulders but I don't on know, the that, hillside where the goat is. I guess I suppose, but yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so Zero. sometimes the things we ask for are impractical. And, you know, but I, I think that the ghost of Christmas past is when we do ask or when we do expect, we do wish and long for something, especially sexually. Mm-hmm. And then we see across our partner's face, you know, something that reminds us of the ungiving family, mm-hmm. um, the family that couldn't meet our needs, didn't meet our needs. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that flash is very real. It's like suddenly I'm looking and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're just like my father or you're just like my mother. And we're reacting reacting to that person rather than to our partner. We we see the apparition instead of who our partner really is. And do you think Um, it has – it's also that kind of knowing us piece that maybe our partner doesn't know us as well as we thought they did or they – they don't automatically know, right? They don't automatically know. Without us yeah. having to be explicit and say, this is actually what I need. Yes. The frustration is they don't know how I like to be touched. They don't know the passion level that I that I like to have sex at. Like, they don't, they just don't know me. Um, right, which is the wounding that, that runs deeper if, mm. if our parents didn't know. Yeah. You know, if they didn't see us as unique and really get who we were, mm. I mean, suddenly that's the bad replication, right? Yeah. It's a it's a repeat of something that we were familiar with. It's this feeling that, uh-oh, here we go again. Mm. And we begin to feel like marriage or committed partnership has tricked us and trapped us, you know, that it's, mm. uh, it's, a, it's a bad spirit. Yeah. You know, and now, oh, my gosh, we're trapped. Yeah. Not just trapped with a in a bad marriage too, but just trapped with somebody who doesn't know us and is not responding to those is not responding to those needs, um, which obviously gets uh, gets very frustrating. I see that a lot. I think of um, couples who are just reacting to not ju- they they're reacting emotionally and sexually to their partner as if they are somebody else because they don't hear their partner's voice. Right? They hear they hear parents or they hear other family members that may have may have hurt them or anything else but they don't really hear their partner in that right Right. i mean their partner actually may really want to meet their needs Mm -hmm. and right because our partner has their own world going on you know all kinds of things that we're replicating for them um, but we instead see through to the ungiving parent you know we've had a lot of letters recently from pursuers sexual pursuers who yeah, of course. Really want us to represent them. And mm. yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Right. The pursuers <laughs> writing. Although I have had a lot of letters recently from sexual distancers, oh, women really? who have said things like, you know, gosh, just listening to you talk, I feel more comfortable talking about sex. And I, I gotta say, we're so grateful for your yeah. letters, for your encouragement. I mean, we get more encouragement, you know, from mm-hmm. letters and emails and things that it's just it really keeps us going. Yeah, it's fantastic. It it Thank is. you. But I think that, you know, the sexual pursuer says, you know, basically comes to this point of saying, well, it's really foolish for me to expect anything or, or mm. to ask for what I want. Mm. Uh, and and then there's this depression and sadness of mm. – and we want to help them get through the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. You know, I think that it's it's 
particularly um, this woman, Selma Freyberg, who is um, – she's a writer, an analyst. Um, she's gone now. But she wrote something about ghosts in the nursery. Mm-hmm. And basically these are parts that are often unremembered from our parents. Mm-hmm. And, and they come up in pair bonding as well. Anything that we haven't resolved with our parents gets enacted with our own children yeah. and gets enacted with our partners. So it just gets um, passed down from generation to generation. It really. does. That's how the things get passed down is we we think that our partner is just like our parent who mm. doesn't want to give to us, doesn't want to be in tune with us, is incapable. I mean, I have mm-hmm. so many people who start therapy who say, well, my partner just isn't sexual. Mm. You know, and then when I talk to them, it's like, that's not true. They really are sexual. Yeah. They're not exactly attuned but it's really the dynamic between the couple that has created mm. this push pull away mm. um, that they're not connecting I I mean I have not sat with a couple honestly wh- where the sexual pursuer is so frustrated and I can't see the way through that they ought to be the mm. sexual pursuer ought to be with their partner that would change everything yeah I mean if they part of it is tuning in you know, if they would really listen to what their partner says they want. And I know sometimes sexual distancers say crazy things, you know, like, well, I just don't want to be sexual or I don't care about sex. And you hear that if you're a sexual pursuer, that is utter defeat. So mm-hmm. I, I get that. But I think the distancer, though, is often reacting to the pursuer right. in a way that it's it's, uh, that is a ghost as well. Yes. Right? I mean, they, yes. are, they are reacting as if. They, to the critical demanding yeah, parent. Yeah, that's right. You know, the parent who says you're not good enough, you're Mm -hmm. not enough, no matter Mm -hmm. what, you're not enough. Yeah, that was just – and so they often, I think, just have to get defensive because they were – too much was demanded of them. And so they're getting – when the pursuer says, this is what I need, they start to get defensive and say, no, but that's going to compromise my need. Exactly, exactly. It it really – try to believe us Mm -hmm. out there. Try to believe us. Right. It's dynamic. That means you're pushing, they're pulling away. Mm -hmm. There is a way through. I mean, there is always a way through. Not, I mean, I know some marriages can't work, but, but overall, there's a way through. And let's let's come back and talk about the ghosts of Christmas past some more after our break. You're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with Dr. Adam Matthews and sex therapist Lori Watson. Wanting Sex Again, How to Rediscover Desire and Heal a Sexless Marriage by Certified Sex Therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy. Improve your sex and improve your relationship with Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Find out more at awakenloveandsex.com. Awaken what's possible. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Matthews, and I want to welcome you to Matthews Counseling. At Matthews Counseling, we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We believe in people, specifically that no two people are alike and therefore they need solutions that are unique to them. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes, the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. At MatthewsCounseling.net, we strive to help make the first step easy. There, you will find our blog with some great resources from our therapist. You'll also find a link to our client portal where you can schedule directly with our therapist at your convenience. We offer free 30-minute consultations either in person or over the phone, so the first step is at no cost to you. Give us a call at 919-587-8018 or again, find us online at matthewscounseling.net. We look forward to working with you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, back with Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. Yeah. Your example. Oh, yeah. Adam, I was gonna, tell us. And this happens with almost every couple. Like it's it really, does. it's really amazing to watch where they are reacting to not to not the things that are being said in the room. I had a couple recently where her big concern was about him um, seeing her and coming toward her and caring about the relationship and mm-hmm. treating her kindly. And he's the pursuer, she's the distancer, and he was talking about the difficulty in meeting her um, and meeting her needs, right? And he was expressing some really good stuff. It was hard stuff, but it was really good stuff. Mm. Um, And she, her reaction to that was more of the same, right? Mm -hmm. It was very clear. And if I could have played it back for him, they would have, and I told him this, if I could have played it back for him, they would have been able to see it really clearly that her reaction was not to what he was saying. Because if she'd have been listening to what he was saying, he was saying, Again, it was hard. It was difficult, but it was about his it, how much he cared about her and how much he wanted to meet her needs, how much he wanted to be there for her. But th- he was also talking about his difficulty in being able to do that. Mm-hmm. But she could only hear um, his difficulty. His difficulty. Right. He could. She couldn't hear the intention, the intention. behind it. Yeah. Um, and so she she kind of blew up. Like she, mm-hmm. her reaction was very, it was very big, right? Mm-hmm. And it was very, it was very emotional to what he was saying. And so, but being able to stop her, right? She, when she, when I ask her, I ask her, what did you hear in that, right? Mm-hmm. To repeat back what he had said. And she couldn't, she, she totally missed it. She caught like one piece of it. She heard the ghost. She heard the ghost, right? That was all she heard. And she got scared of that ghost and she yeah, reacted. Exactly. Right? And so the that reaction is tip was typically what was asking. It was happens all the time in what they're doing, um, and it gets very confusing for the partner who's trying to express some really good things for them, but they they can only hear the ghost. And it happens with both sides, right? Yeah. Like we were talking about. Um, but I think that example is so common in couples that we see, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. it just it, you could you, I, that could I, be really be anybody. I, I like that. You know, Harville Hendricks says that the thing we have the most difficulty with 
is to be loved, to receive love. Mm-hmm. You know, right when our partner changes, this is this is a killer. Yeah. You know, the sexual distancer says, no, no, I really do want to have sex. And and the partner says, oh, you know, you're just doing that because you want to make me happy, not because you really want it. Yeah. It's like they resist the change because it's not perfect, because oh, they don't yeah. believe it. They don't have trust. Mm. I mean, to actually be loved and accept love, especially when you've been begging for it, right? Oh, yeah. You've been begging for it, and then your partner says, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> That's right. And then it's like, no, 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 it's a trick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's it's right. a total trick. Well, it, requir- you know? it requires vulnerability, right? It yeah, requ- to, to yeah. receive. And, yeah. and also, it, it requires some grace. Because, you know, when our partner starts to give it to us, mm-hmm. it's not going to be perfect. No, I mean, I hear this with women all the time who say, well, the reason I turn him down is, you know, because he's not very seductive and mm-hmm. and all this. And then so he tries. And she's like, oh, you know, but it's fake. It's, it's like, oh, come on. You know, mm-hmm. give him a chance. I, I think the reason sex is so vulnerable to the ghost is because it is our most primitive need. You know, we desperately need to be held and touched. That's our survival as babies, as infants. Mm. And so sex is the adult version of that, to be touched, to be held, to have skin-on-skin bonding. And so that's why it goes all the way back to our infancy, to Mm. literally what happened to us as babies. Mm. And I want to say something to the sexual pursuers. Your sexual distancer had it worse. I'm going to say that again. People who grew up avoidant had it worse in childhood. I mean, the sexual pursuer, ironically, in adulthood is the screamer. You know, they're the ones who demand. And and I say that crying babies marry good babies. And, and what I mean by that is that in infancy, children kind of say, okay, no matter what, the, on the pursuing side of it, the pursuing side of it, they say, I'm going to scream loud enough to get my needs met. You know, when I'm hungry or wet or whatever, I'm going to just keep screaming. And I don't care who comes to help me. I just I just need to not be comfortable. But the avoidant baby, the distancing baby says, no, 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 no. I don't like that angry face. I don't like the angry face. Mm-hmm. I don't like the angry face more than I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd rather be hungry. I'd rather be wet and avoid the angry face. So they learn to gurgle and coo and attract attention that way, but they won't be as confrontive. They won't go after their needs as much. And usually their needs were met a little bit less frequently or mm-hmm. uh, less stably than the, the pursuer baby. Not not always, but, but in general. So if you're a sexual pursuer, I know you feel like you deeply need sex. You deeply have these needs for emotional connection. Mm-hmm. But actually the avoidant partner had it worse in childhood and that's why they're a little less able to come towards you mm-hmm. and if you can believe that because it, it it feels like in marriage well they just don't have any needs my mm-hmm. avoidant partner they don't need sex they don't really need connection mm-hmm. um, the other thing that I was kind of chastised on and rightly so is I, you know oftentimes the men say you know I am I am not the confident male seducer who always wants sex I, I have a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. you know and that's true I I I know that sometimes we go stereotypical here that the male wants sex. Not so true, right? A lot of women want sex and a lot of men want emotional connection. Absolutely need it Mm. before they're sexual. So I think, I think that's very, I think that's very true as well. I'm hesitant and 
to say they had it worse. So maybe we can talk about this at another time because there may emerge an imbalance into somebody's relationship if I see it as you're more broken than I am. But I don't think that's what you're saying. No, I, yeah, I, I see the problem. I, I think, though, that avoidant children learned had to be more independent earlier hmm. than pursuing children. So children who come out of it anxiously attached, intermittently they had their needs met. Mm-hmm. Avoidant people didn't have their needs met as much, hardly. So yeah. they just say, they take this inner vow, you know, I'm just not going to need. Yeah. And especially, often, I'm not going to need sex because this is the, the, the keenest need is, that children have is to be touched enough, to be held enough. Yeah. Good affection, good yeah. healthy affection. Yeah, I think I just don't want pursuing partners to then try to make their part feel like their partner has to come up to their level. You know, <laughs> yeah. like where you're not going to make okay. you're not going to make the not emo- only they are they not enough now, oh, but, but it's they're more broken. They're more, they oh, have to they okay. have to go. So, oh, don't do that! Don't no, do that no, to them, no, please. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think they are. I'm talking about different. mercy. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I mean. I mean, I think that they. I think you're right in that the in the sense of this was a real big difference in upbringing mm-hmm. and childhood um, that um, it was a it was a deficit there honestly mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it was a, they either had a, a parent or a caregiver um, like you're saying that just was not as responsive to them or was dealing with their own stuff or whatever it was and not as attuned uh, to the kid and so. To me, it's a difference in how they were brought up in the circumstances that happened right. to us. Pursuers have their own crap that they got to do. <laughs> they got to right. deal with as well. But I think that's the the thing there. But how do we um, exercise the ghost of Christmas? Especially past? at Christmas. Yeah. Um, first of all, I would say set appropriate limits on the holidays with toxic family members. Mm. I mean, it's it's painful, but so many people are running around trying to make you know. If you come from a family where there's two sets of divorces, which my husband and I come from two mm-hmm. families of two divorces, there were years that we were making the round with four or five kinds of groupings, right, oh, man. Uh, just to try to please them. And at some point we said, you know, we're not happy on mm-hmm. the holidays. We have to be happy. We are we are the next generation. We have to be happy. So, yeah. and, and sometimes I had a patient who said, you know, my sister's always drunk. Mm-hmm. And so I told her she can't come to my house drunk. Yeah. And she can't get drunk at my house. And, you know, and, and basically the sister can't come because she's an alcoholic. Yeah. And that's awful. But on the other hand, you have to think about survival. Yeah, uh, It's okay to set a limit there. I think that's not just those boundaries aren't just with toxic family members either. I think you have to set some space for just you as a couple to uh, be able to have your own stuff as well. I mean, I think if, even if you if you have a good family, I think I enjoy spending time with Rebecca's family. I enjoy spending time with my family as yeah. well, right? But we are four or five days, and that's we're maxed out, right? Exactly. Because it's not it's exactly. not it's it ceases to be us anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think having to be able to say that and draw some boundaries around us because we need time for our own traditions, our own holiday celebrations with our kids and. Um, it just making it us becomes very important as well. And, and I think if you're going home to your family, mm. definitely ask your parents, would you babysit one night and oh, go yeah. out alone as a couple mm. so that you have time to debrief all that toxicity yeah. or non-toxicity just, just too much. Just too much, yeah. And, and you have a minute to reconnect with each other. Um, mm. I also think very favorite you know, fantasy is get away for an afternoon of Christmas shopping and just go to a hotel. Mm. So you're not making love in your childhood uh, bedroom with yeah. your mom next door, 
You know, go to a hotel. Nobody will be the wiser. <laughs> um, trust me on this. Trust me to spend the money. Also, I think, you know, realize there's no Santa Claus. What? You know, I, I'm sorry. What? But we have to ask for what we want. Okay. That's that's the grown-up loss is nobody can read our minds, and, and that is a necessary loss. We have to accept that. Hmm. They can't know us without us be, um, talking and saying nope. what it is we need. Nope. I think there, there too, the accepting that it can still be genuine from that other person, right? When I say what I need and my a partner responds to that need, I have to say that's genuine, that that is a loving response. I can't say that they're only doing it because I told them to do it. Right? I know. That's I know. So People cra- spend so much money on therapy, and then they go home and their partner acts in accordance with what we've agreed yeah. upon, and they say, you're just doing that because the therapist told that's me. Right. I'm like, well, thank God. <laughs> yes, that's what, that's you know? what you're paying me for. <laughs> you know, they're right. actually implementing it, yeah. and now you're discounting it. Yeah. You don't do that. Which is, which is damaging and sets you back. Right. Yeah, and I think realizing that sex evolves, mm-hmm. I mean, it takes a long time to have a sexual relationship be what you really want it to be. I, I know people think it should be the way it was with such and such, mm-hmm. but there. You know, back then, you had all this time, all this energy, all this youth. Mm. Um, you know, all kinds of things were going on that were projective, that weren't really yeah. real. You, you know, you didn't see each other in terrible circumstances, paying bills, stretching mm. a thin dime on Christmas. Yeah. You know, there, there were not those stressors. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think... So boundaries, your own traditions, realize there is no Santa. You have yeah. to talk and that sex evolves. Those are some, yeah. those are some great tips. Really yeah. solid with those. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, we, have a great we, one. We love you. We thank you for following us. Bye bye. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. 